Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God brought to you by Pastor Daniel Abedu. Give the Lord a sound offering. Hallelujah. Are you happy about today? Yeah, today is Sunday. Hallelujah. And it calls for a lot of celebration. Amen. Because God has opened the door for us and has given us another opportunity. Lift up your hands with me. And let's just bless the Lord. Just bless the Lord. And I want you to whisper to the Holy Spirit that speak to me this morning. Speak to me your will. Speak to me your word. Let your perfect will be done in my life. Oh God, your children, once again, we have got it. We have got it. This is the time, Lord. Speak to us. Speak to us. Let your perfect will be done in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Father, we silence every voice that is not from you. We declare the mighty power of Jesus to, to take over the atmosphere in the name of Jesus. Anoint, deliver, speak, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Your children, oh God, we are ready. We pray the Lord, speak to us. Speak to us your will. Speak to us your will. Have your own way, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, come and take over. Give us understanding. Give us understanding. And let your will be done. In the name of Jesus. We bless. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Powerful. God bless you. And you can sit on top of your enemies. Wow. So I welcome you all into the house of the Lord. This is Loyalty House Chapel International, Ashaman Taifa, the rich people's church. Do I have some believers in the house? I mean, very soon we should have a condition here. Yes. Some of you are fanning yourself. Some of you are sweating. Yeah. Our condition is coming in Jesus' name. Amen. It's rather better you say that you are feeling cold, so we should reduce the air condition than for you to be fanning yourself. Yes. The way this fan can make you sleep. Eh? <laughs> All right. So we have been talking about the determinants. Hallelujah. Amen. Say the determinants. Determinants. Yeah, the determinants. The determinants. Our father, Bishop Dagiwad Mills, has written a very beautiful book for us. It's called The Determinants. And I hope by now all of us we have copies. If you don't have a smartphone, who needs smartphone? You can buy the hard copy and then be reading. It's it's like a prosperity book. I say You know, most of the time Bishop Doug when he's writing about prosperity, he will not title the, the book about prosperity. But when you go deep, deep into the book, you can find a lot of a lot of things about your prosperity. And about how you'll be successful. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is one of the books that when you read you meditate on it by all means. 
you'll be very successful in life. Hallelujah. Amen. And I see you becoming a successful person in Jesus' name. Already, Reverend Kobe has declared this month, month of October. It's a month of prosperity. Today's date is what? 15th of October. It's 15th like of October. We have divided the month into two. And maybe you have not seen anything yet. But it's coming in Jesus' name. We just have to work with these principles. And we'll see ourselves there. Hallelujah. Amen. So last week we dealt with the first determinants. Now we said that in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11 we say when you say determinant it means certain things that determines the outcome of your life it means that life is not just that we are, we are just there you don't enter into the world and then just exist just like that. There are certain things that we do that determines the outcome of our life. Hallelujah. Amen. And we look at the first determinant or the first thing that shows that whether your life will end well or not. Whether your marriage will go well or not. Whether your business will excel or not. Whether any project that you are doing the end result of the project it, it, it depends on these factors that our, our father has written to us. And then we look at the first factor which is speed. Hallelujah. Amen. Speed. Because Ecclesiastes said that I return and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong neither bread to the wise nor yet riches to men of understanding nor yet favor to men of skill but time and chance happen to them all. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when you look at the message Bible, message Bible now. It says that I took another walk. I said around the neighborhood. And realized that on this earth, as it is, the race is not always to the swift. Nor the battle to the strong. Nor satisfaction to the wise. Nor riches to smart people. Nor grace to the learned. Now look at this one. He says, sooner or later, bad luck hits us all. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Look at the New Living Translation. It says that I have observed something under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. Look at this. He said the fastest runner. It doesn't always win the race. Then it also means that the fastest runner wins more times. Is that not so? Yeah. That is why being fast is very important. Even though they don't always win the race. Because I've seen a race that the fastest runner was declared last. Because it's like the boy, the, what, what, how do we start? They say on your marks, get set, then pick. But this time around, he was so fast that he did not wait for the pick. So he said that on your mask, get set. Then by the time you were like, from they are gone because it was so fast. And because of that, it was declared the last person. Even though it was first. Hallelujah. Amen. So sometimes a fastest runner can be last. I have been in a race where I thought I was the fastest. Because when we started, I mean, I was the one in front. 5,000 meters. But by the time we realized we reached somewhere the third one round, then I, felt, I felt something around my ear. It was a sharp pain. So instead of me to run, I, I started limping like this. Then I said that I can't go again. Hallelujah. Amen. So sometimes a fastest runner it can be last. But most of the time it is very important that you be fast. You go with speed. Why do you have to go with speed? Because opportunities are not there forever. Life is in seasons. There is a rainy season. There is a, a, a sunny season. There is a hot season. And every season has its time. So when it's time for rain, there is something you must be fast in doing. When you don't do that, the rainy season will pass. And you sit down and say that, yeah, my yam will pass. I should, have, I should have planted some corn in my I should have done certain things in my life. But I didn't do it. And that is why speed is very, very important. Hallelujah. Amen. When a door of opportunity opens for you, you must with speed enter and then do your best. Hallelujah. Amen. The second determinant that today I want to look at is strength. Hallelujah. Amen. It's strength. 
So Solomon says that I have observed something under the sun. Solomon can say, my shepherd be so ever we are seeing more. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. So you may be kept to pan it in a pen and you know the and kuni. He said, and the strongest warrior. Doesn't always win the battle. It means that the one who is strong is a very important person. Hallelujah. Amen. To be strong in whatever you are doing it's very important so why do we have to be strong or why is strength important in determining the outcomes of our lives number one he said that strength determines the quality the quality of your leadership hallelujah amen strength it determines the quality of your leadership there is something that i have realized that in this life life does not wait for those who are down those who are weak the more you are weak the more they trampled upon you the more it's like life goes on because life will not stop for you like the way when we are playing football and then somebody is on the ground the referee will just whistle that stop and let's treat this person if it's a goalkeeper they will make sure that they treat the person on the pitch hallelujah Amen. life is not like a football that you you don't have anything so everybody is waiting for you nobody will wait for you now unfortunately even funerals they don't wait for the dead body whilst the dead body is dead now they've even started eating it's like uh, dead body now check and as we are pastor and say you are now preaching whilst the dead body is dead they started sharing the kenke and then the thing right under the hallelujah amen so the more you are down the more life will go on and that is why you must determine to be a strong person determined to be a strong person hallelujah amen now bishop said that Strength determines the quality of your leadership. The first person that you are leading is yourself. Because first of all, if you are not strong, you cannot even get up from the bed and go to church. You cannot even wake up in the middle of the night and pray for yourself. You cannot fight for the things that belong to you. So the first person that you are leading is yourself. So if you have a business, you are leading a business. 
If you have a ministry, we are leading a ministry. We are always involved in one leadership or the other. Hallelujah. Amen. And in order to be able to lead and then lead very well. You have to be a strong person. You have to be a strong person. Say, I am becoming a strong person. I am becoming a strong person. In Jesus' name. Now, Bishop said that many people are not good leaders. Because they do not have strength to take good decisions. Hallelujah. Amen. To be a strong person is to take good decisions. For your life. Some of us, we are not able to take some decisions about our own personal lives. Because we are weak. One sign that you are a strong person is when you are able to take a very strong decision about your own life. You know that this thing that I am going through, unless I take a particular decision before I move from there, you have to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. He said that the Bible said that be strong and of a good courage. This particular phrase is all over in the Bible. Be strong. Be strong. Tell somebody be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Hallelujah. Amen. So the first thing is that strength determines the quality of your leadership. Number two. Strength determines your ability to fight against your enemy. Your ability to fight against your enemy. Isaiah chapter 28 verse 6. It says that and for a spirit of judgment to him that seated in judgment for strength to them that turn the battle to the gates. Hallelujah. Amen. Strength to them that turn the battle to the gates. Let's read New Living Translation. It says that he will give a long gain for justice to their judges. He will give great courage to their warriors who stand at the gates. Hallelujah. Amen. They are warriors who stand at the gates. So strength determines your ability to fight against your enemies. When you go to the Burma camps, or the soldiers, and then you are entering the gates, who do you see at the gates? You see that most of the time we see soldiers, is that also? They don't go and bring a drunkard from the town and then put a soldier dress on him and then say that you guard our gate for us. So most of the time they put a strong person at the gate. So that if anybody wants to come and then attack, even the face alone, when you see the face, you, you will you will you will 
you will, you will have a second thought. Hallelujah. Amen. So he said that strength determines your ability to fight against your enemies. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are not strong, your enemy will always overpower you. And I tell you, in this life, we are always in a battle. When you read Psalms and then Proverbs, David is always talking about my enemies. Fighting against my enemies. It means that in this life, whether you like it or not, somebody will fight you. Somebody doesn't wish that you go on well. Somebody wish that your marriage will never work. Somebody wish that you'll be poor all the rest of your life. We are always in a battle. And as a Christian, you must fight. You should have in mind that somebody is fighting you. So that you also rise up. And then fight back. Hallelujah. Amen. But those who fight are not the weak ones. You must win every battle. Hallelujah. Amen. Any battle that comes your way, you must be able to win it. Now, Bishop said that the man of strength is able to turn the battle to the gates. Hallelujah. Amen. He is able to turn the battle to the gates. Your strength determines if the battle will turn to the gates of the enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. Now he says that a good fight is a fight for something good. A good fight is a worthy fight. Strength determines a person's ability to survive. Your ability to survive. So your business must survive. Your work must survive. Your marriage must survive. This church must survive. Hallelujah. This church we are in, it must survive. Because it's like the more we are here, the more some people are not comfortable. Because somebody, an enemy somewhere, he doesn't understand why some nice, beautiful uh, uh, ladies will be sitting in church at this time. They wish that by now you have destroyed your life. By now you are moving from one man to the other. Like by now you are with some sugar daddy be and then you are rubbing his uh, pot belly. Big pot belly. Sunday morning. It's like you went to sleep there in the in the on Saturday evening. And Sunday morning he's giving a top up. You are rubbing his, his, his pot belly. Is he? That is how they wish. 
the wish that by now you are standing by the roadside, your dress is tattered, you are, you are naked. You, you have a mental problem and you are, you are shouting on the road. Hallelujah. Amen. The enemy want to do you John 10 10. You want to steal you. He want to kill you. And then he want to destroy you. So you sitting in church here. You are so uncomfortable. It's like you are getting to know about their, their moves. You are destroying their works. The more you come to church, the more you become stronger in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why you must decide that I will be strong. I will be strong. I will be strong. You have no idea. Eh? You being in church, how God has delivered you. You have no idea. If it were not church, eh? And some of us, because of you. The enemy is not able to get your families. Hallelujah. Amen. If it were not because you were in church, and there's a certain covering all over you, like the enemies would have gotten you so Hallelujah. Amen. So determine that I'll be stronger. I remain a strong person. So that enemies will not get me. Because whether you like it or not, we are in a battle. We are fighting. Hallelujah. Amen. In this battle, you must win it. I say you must win it by all means. We must defeat our enemies by all means. You must excel by all means. That vision that you have. You want to be a military man, it must come to pass. You want to be a businessman. You want to be a chief executive officer of different, different, different companies. It must come to pass. But you are starting from somewhere. That marriage, no, it must come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. I've, I've heard a lot of people say that now I'm tired. I, I am giving up. It's like whatever should happen, should happen. The moment you have this kind of mind, it's like you have been defeated. The enemy has overcome you. And it's like you are talking as if you don't have any hope in God. But today I came to assure you. I came to assure you that the God that we are serving, the God that we are serving, hallelujah, Amen. he said that stronger is he that is in me than anyone that is in the outside. Hallelujah. Amen. And you should be able to defeat the enemy. You must be full of hope. You must be full of strength. That is what they don't like. I don't know one pair. Hallelujah. Amen. You are winning your battles in Jesus' name. 
are winning every battle in Jesus' name. So from today, decide that me, I will never give up. I will not give up serving God. I will not give up pursuing my dreams. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, most of the time when you ask little children, oh, I'll be a doctor. I'll be a lawyer. I'll be a chief executive officer of so many companies. Then sometimes they complete JHS. Then after they've gone through some kings and beatings and then all that. Then now instead of becoming a doctor, they try to reduce it small. Okay, now I'll be a nurse. But they realize that no, that thing is easy. Then sometimes by the time they finish secondary school, secondary school, no. Then by the time they realize they've gone to buy buy some some uh, some things on their status. Now I am no more. I am no more a, a nurse. Now I sell shirts. Where is the dream? Hallelujah. Amen. God did not promise us that life would be so smooth. It's like everything will move on smoothly. You are going to school, then a car will come and park by your gates. You enter. They open the air condition on you. And they put it at four. Then you chill they take you to the school. When you close to another V8 will come and park. Then they move you while you go home. When you, when you get home, everywhere is air conditioned. It's like even when you are pooping, then the whole place is chilled. And they think that life will be so smooth. You think that like as we go through this life, there will not be any disappointment. No guy will ever give you broken hearts. Until you realize that, hey, this guy that I trusted with my life. You were cooking for him. You were buying shirts for him. You were buying him buses. You were even laying his bed. You even doing other things. Things that you cannot even mention. And then by the time you realize, this guy has given you a serious broken heart. Then it's like you have you have gone through life tattered. It's like all hopes are gone. I just say, Anita, and you think that that is how life is. Full of disappointment. So it's like that you are giving your life to the enemy. Whatever they want, they should do it. Hey, but that is not the end of your life. I said that must not be the end of your life. Because God did not promise us that everything will be so smooth. Hallelujah. Amen. In spite of the disappointment. In spite of the bad news that sometimes comes out. We are overcoming. I say we are overcoming. I say we are overcoming. And we are doing well. And you will still accept. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's not too late at all. It's not too late to own a number of companies. Thank God that by the grace of God, all of us are we are young young people. 
There is hope for us. There is hope for you in Christ. There is hope for you in Christ. Do not rush. I mean, I've seen uh, recently. I've seen a lot of people rushing to leave the country. Recently, a lady resigned. They gave her over two hundred thousand. Ghana cities. Say that I'm in my heading, I'm in my shit. I'm in traffic everywhere. They are not paying you well, and then all those things. You, you, you are able to get two hundred thousand Ghana cities. So to me, you two hundred thousand Ghana cities. Then you travel all the way to America. No, America. 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 You don't know anybody there. Now you have to go and look for a place to rent. You have to a, a lot of rules and regulations. So she realized that for six months, no job. And then now she has started crying. That the money is finished. There's no work. Now, if you don't know the current state in UK now, UK, some of them uh, they, 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 they are living in a, in, a, in a very difficult situation. Some of them they wish that, do you know? Uh, uh, ball, Azuma, Azuma blows ball soap. No. Yeah. If you send it to them, they will buy and then use it to bath. Life has become so difficult for some people there. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't say that me, I'm rushing and then I'm leaving Taifa, I'm leaving Ashama, and Ashama, those kind of things. Let's believe God. Let's continue to trust in God. The God of Lighthouse Temple International. The God of Bishop Dagiwad Mills. He will come through for us. Hallelujah. Amen. So we receive strength. To defeat the enemy. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Now, quickly, let's rise to chapter 6. Give you this point. How to improve your strength. We say that strength is very, very good and very important. In overcoming the enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. How do you improve it? You improve, number one by making God your strength. Hallelujah. God should be your strength. And not your school. And not your beauty. And not how handsome you be. Hallelujah. Amen. But it must be God. Amen. Amen. Psalm 52. Verse 6 to 8. Hallelujah. Yeah. Where is your strength? Is it in God? Yeah. Alright, Psalm 62. Psalm 52, verse 6. He said that the righteous also shall see and fear and shall laugh at him. Lo, this is the man that made not God his strength. Hallelujah. This is the man that made not God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and strengthened himself. In his wickedness. Hallelujah. Amen. Is the man that made God not his strength. It is only those, uh, excuse me, say a fool who will say that 
My strength and everything is in me. That is why in everything that we do, we must depend on God. We must trust in God. Don't talk as if tomorrow belongs to you. We have seen people talk, oh, oh, oh tomorrow, tomorrow I'll come. I promise tomorrow I'll come. I'll deliver. Tomorrow, everything tomorrow, you don't know what will happen tomorrow. Hallelujah. Amen. Forgetting that our life is just like a vapor. Can just go off. Just like that. Hallelujah. Amen. So a wise person is someone who put his strength and everything in God. Your strength must be in God. He is the one that you must depend on 100%. Hallelujah. Amen. Because without God, I mean we are nothing. We are nothing. Your strength must be in God. Hallelujah. Amen. Some few years ago, I, 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 there was a guy who has been claiming some goods for a company. So I think it was was Wednesday or so. Wednesday, I spoke with him in the evening. I said There was something important that he was claiming for my company. So I mean, I was. I, I was on him that Charlie, you have to deliver this thing. And I missed me one. So say, oh, I saw to me, boy, then he said second. that, oh, we have gone through uh, all the process. So by tomorrow, as for tomorrow morning, there, I'll I'll come and then give it to you. I mean, so I mean, so I mean, we all arranged and then fine, let's go our way. So tomorrow morning. God willing, I am depending on you. In the morning, I mean early in the morning, before I left the house, I said, let me call this guy. So that he will not forget that what we are doing is what is supposed to bring is important. When I called him first, he didn't go. The second one, his wife answered the call. Then, and then I said that I want to speak to your husband. Then he said that, oh, sorry. So, sorry. This dawn, he had a heart attack. Then by the time we rushed him to the hospital, I mean, he was gone. Somebody that right in the evening, around 8 o'clock, has spoken with him. Oh, I promise I'll deliver the thing in the morning. You just give me tomorrow morning, I'll deliver it. By the morning, he was gone. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why it is only a fool who says that there is no God and you will not depend on God 100%. Some years ago, I was at a funeral. It was a funeral at my hometown. And then, I mean, we were there. Some this, some my uncle be, I mean, in the standard family. He was very drunk. And then when he came, I mean, the one who died was an old person. When he came, he was warning all the Mbrewana, what it say? When Mbrewana, what it say? Nimuno. He was warning them. You guys, if you don't know, and then you die. He said that we, the young people in this family, we, we don't have money. And then of late, you people have been dying rough, rough. Why? Then he was warning them, don't die. Then you go to another person. We don't have money to bury you. Timo, why? He said that we don't have another money to bury you, so don't die. Then I mean they laugh and then they they 
they, they, we, all of us went home. After two weeks, my mom called me. That, do you remember that your uncle B, who was booze? And then he was warning the old ladies in, uh, uh, at the funeral that they shouldn't die. They said that he himself has died. <laughs> he himself has taken the lead. Hallelujah. Amen. He didn't know that, hey, not knowing me myself, my life was so short. He was he thought that he was so strong. And he was relying on his strength. Not knowing Charlie. He himself was already gone. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is a wise thing to make God your strength. Number two. Receive counsel from God. Receive counsel from God. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know where you get your advice from. I don't know who counsels you. But when you have any issue, the best person to talk to is God, number one. Hallelujah. So receive counsel from God in Jesus' name. Amen. Number three, strengthen yourself by returning and resting in God. By returning and resting in God. Hallelujah. Bishop said that by staying quietly in the presence of God, you become much stronger. Strength comes when you wait on God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why the Bible says in uh, Isaiah 40, verse is it 30, 31. 30 or 31. He said that the day that wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Hallelujah. When you wait on God, your strength is renewed. I have realized that anytime I pray, Anytime I pray for a long time, my, I, I, I feel so energized. I feel so strengthened. Hallelujah. Amen. So I don't know where you get your strength from. Maybe you think that you are strong because you do exercise. Maybe you think that you are strong because every month you get some small salary into your pocket. But the Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord. They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. He said they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and they will not fail. This morning, may God strengthen you. May God renew your strength. Whoever is weak, whoever is tired, whoever don't, it's like you don't even have any hope in this life. I pray for the strength of God to come upon your life and give you a new hope give you a new strength give you a new zeal a new strength is what I ask for in Jesus mighty name I pray Amen